Today, we uh, were able to include two UNICEF trucks in the convoy with drinking water, 40,000 litres. It's a drop in the ocean, literally almost, uh, and that will allow us to reach about 27,000 people with uh, one day's supply of drinking water. So very, very, very small amount went through today. So which means uh, and reinforces the urgent need to have a sustained humanitarian corridor that is open for supplies and of course, we hope that there will be additional border posts opening so that the necessary supplies can get in. So speaking of additional uh, supplies, do you have any information about the next delivery and what does that depend on? And do you have additional emergency supplies in place once the next delivery is granted the green light? So we have a, quite a, a good pipeline of water and water systems equipment medicine and health systems equipment um, and a number of other uh, items for you know specialized for, for child protection and, uh, and child care um, we have I think uh, 12 trucks loaded on standby at the border that can be crossed over in a matter of hours the next time it opens and we have a pipeline sort of uh, coming in by plane and by truck from Cairo and from uh, international destinations with more medical supplies, more water, more water systems supplies. Uh, these are the kind of priorities because we know that the priorities in Gaza right now are water, food, medicine and fuel. Uh, and so that we are prioritizing our pipeline accordingly. We have one million bottles of drinking water in the pipeline ready. That just for example, we have big quantities of, of, of the necessary materials. We just need the corridor to be open on a stay continuous basis. Is there any information about the next delivery? We know that the authorities and the, the different parties are continuing to discuss how to manage this border in a more sustainable way, and we have every hope that they will do so. I uh, think the details will become clear as they become clear. Okay, so uh, now we have uh, 20 trucks inside uh, Gaza. What are the arrangements and uh, preparations inside the Gaza Strip to deliver the life-saving uh, supplies? So I want to first recognize that we have a very dedicated team of UNICEF State of Palestine staff in Gaza who've been working day and night under terrible, terrible conditions to deliver assistance. So the assistance has been ongoing since the beginning and, of course, prior to this particular terrible, terrible round of, of conflict. Um, so I know that our colleagues in Gaza have been reprovisioning the health centers with prepositioned medical supplies keeping some of the water systems running. I know we're down to 5% of the normal capacity, but there are some water systems running. The only desalination plant that's still going is done so with UNICEF support. So our colleagues, uh, we need to pay tribute to them, are doing a fantastic job in Gaza. Now, what we know about the evolving needs is there are 1 million people displaced. We know that at least 300,000 children are displaced. That means they have no home right now or they're not at home, and that means that the humanitarian needs are extremely urgent. Uh, what does that mean in practice? So, for example, according to international standards, each person should have 50 litres of water to live in health and dignity. That's drinking and washing and cooking and everything else. Uh, right now, it's down to a little less than three litres of water per person in Gaza. So, uh, we have these kind of needs and we know how to respond. We simply need the corridor to be open so that we can respond. So you said what entered today is just a drop in the ocean. 
So do you know exactly how long can uh, the supplies arrive into Gaza today for how long it can cover uh, the needs of people in Gaza? No, what went in today cannot cover the needs at all. It's a very tiny, tiny proportion of what is needed. So we need to have, instead of 20 trucks per day, at least 100, 200 trucks going in per day. That's, of course, depends what's on the trucks. But approximately speaking, uh, with food, water, medicine and fuel, that is a necessary condition for us to be able to uh, respond to the humanitarian life-saving requirements and needs right now. So... Since there is no ceasefire right now, what can be the challenges to deliver and move supplies across Gaza? So it is going to be challenging. Uh, We need to deliver. We have the humanitarian imperative, which is driving us. At the same time, we do call for a cessation of hostilities immediately, of course. Uh, That is the, the only way that we can actually deliver safely. But at the same time, we also call uh, on the parties for conflicts to avoid any uh, targeting of health and education facilities, which allows us to deliver the aid safely to the the health facilities and and, uh, everywhere that they are needed. And we also uh, remind the the parties that uh, health staff need to be protected in order to carry out their mandate.